Hey, can you guys imagine uh, if you were training for the pipeline where you would go to get some equipment? Like you don't even know what to get. You know, just know that there's going to be swimming, not tying, that kind of stuff involved in it. Dude, well, it's really specific stuff too, right? Like you can't just get any rope. You can't just go to Walmart and get any fins. When I was training for the pipeline, you had to like, it was like an underground fight club. It was like I was doing a drug deal. I met a dude behind a building one time. He's like, hey, man. You need some, you need some rocket fins. Like I, I just didn't have anywhere that I could go. Jared, is there, is there anywhere that we could go? Maybe, maybe a whole bundle to get us started. <laughs> you mean like an aspect war bundle from attack elite? I mean, now we're you talking. Could go there. I, you could go to attack elite. You can get your entire aspect war bundle. I heard they just got back into stock. I heard they can get there in as fast as three days. You can get your, yourself on your little path to being an aspect war operator inside of business week that's not too bad you decide on monday you're training on friday that's pretty good bob's your uncle and you're good to go you get your high volume mass you could also get rucks or the the old alice frames and you can get body armor anything you need not just for aspect war either you could do it for rangers uh green berets or even navy seals and marsoc so go check them out yeah, yeah. and that's attack elite fitness so it's attack a-t-a-c-l-e-t-e dot com that's Attackleet.com. Go get your training gear today. <laughs> and also use One's Ready as the promo code. For, for everybody that's just joining us, we're, uh, we're discussing who should uh, do the intro. And the reason that, that, uh, that Peaches has been doing most of the intros is because I bolo the crap out of them. I'm just not good at it. I, I, I go on a little rant, and, and there's no reason to do that. Uh, but we're here today on a, a beautiful summer morning. Congratulations on making it this far into the summer. And what is it, the, the 100 days of summer? That we're always warned about, like if you survive that, then it's it's harder than surviving GWAT. Is that what they say? <laughs> GWAT. I've heard the GWAT part, but yeah. <laughs> Based on the number of emails I get about the the critical days of summer, I'm assuming it's pretty dangerous because that versus the briefings I got before my first deployment. I mean, I, there was a lot more concern about summer than Afghanistan. Just saying. Well, well, dude, if you've ever been to something like, you know, Crab Island or something like that, or, you know, Lake Powell or Havasu with all those boats running around and jet skis, like, I mean, that's probably a, a valid threat, you know. Uh. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. You know, and, and, and sunburns and what what else is there? Ooh. People riding dirt bikes and I don't know. What else do people yeah. do during the summer? I spend a lot of time in water just because it's like the surface of the sun here in San Antonio. You guys have got some pretty cool little um, kind of, I guess they're called watering holes or whatever out there in Texas. We're talking about lakes or bars. I'm confused. Well, <laughs> well def there's definitely bars, but uh, they, I, there's some really, I mean, it's like off the highway. It's, you know, little river tributaries and stuff like that. I've seen. Lock yeah. I mean, Lots of seen, rivers, you know, you just be, yeah, you just be driving around and, and all of a sudden you, you're going across a bridge and on the other side of the bridge, there's a bunch of cars and then you kind of, you can get a peek and, and there's just a ton of people in a pretty cool like watering hole right off the river. Yeah. It, it's weird growing up outside of Texas and then coming here, you know, as a, as an adult, because I grew up watching John Wayne Westerns. Right. And so all I think about is Texas. It's like, you think of El Paso, you think of the tumbleweeds and the high desert and all that other stuff. And you come down here and you're like, oh, like it's kind of like that, but also water everywhere and super humid and hot. And it's just, it's a, it's a cool mixture of all those things. Is this what we're talking about today, Texas? Cause I love talking about Texas. No, I, I was, why. I was wondering, I was like, 
uh, I was, I was no kidding. I was trying to think of like, I know we had already established what we were going to talk about and I already forgot about it. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to, well, when I tell people uh, to come to Texas, it's uh, probably pretty bad advice. And I think that's what we're going to talk about today is, is uh, people giving advice where bad advice comes from and then how to sift through it and, 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 and take advice in as your own and, and mold it to your personal, um, your personal needs, you know, and goals and all that other stuff. So uh, let's start with, uh, with uh, Peaches. What's the worst piece of advice that you've ever gotten? Oh, man. Uh there's probably yeah, been just, lots of them, and I, to, to to no kidding boil it down to one that would be that would be difficult. I think probably the worst piece of advice that I've gotten, like before when I was in high school or before the pipeline, is it, and I guess it wouldn't even be advice. It would be, hey, you're not going to make it. Um, right. <laughs> I mean, I was even told I was told that a lot actually. Um, but I, I guess that's not really advice. Um, it's like the anti-advice. They just skip the advice well, and, I mean, and go straight to, <laughs> you suck. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing, so about advice is, is you'll see it, especially now on, you know, whether it's Reddit or Discord or, or even in comments of, of stuff, you'll, you'll see a lot of people's personal opinions of what they, what they are thinking uh, things should be. And, and it doesn't end up being that way, or, or maybe it's just poor advice, or maybe they've internalized something and, and you know, uh, thought about something so much in their head that it, that it actually makes sense. Uh, and then when you say it out loud to somebody else, they're kind of like, well, that's, that makes zero sense. Like, why would you do that? It's kind of like the um, um, practice, practicing being in pain. Right. There's right. It's not really it. I mean, you can practice being in pain, but just, you're just providing yourself more pain. And by pain, I mean like uh, doing things that suck, kind of thing. And I, I know that we we've talked about this, and and there's plenty of other podcasts and and stuff like that that talk about it. And I don't I don't mean you know putting yourself through. Um, difficult situations and stuff like that. That's not what I mean. Like, you know, doing a, a hell night or whatever with some of these companies that do it like, Hey, right on. Um, I, I get it. Cause you want to test yourself, you know, um, doing Spartan races, tough mutter and stuff like that. Like that, that's just fun. And, and you're testing yourself, but um, you know, purposely I'm trying to think of it, just doing things that are painful. Like, eh, I, I don't know what you really get out of it. Well, I mean, you're 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 a goal oriented person, right, or something, and you have to have a purpose for doing things. But I, I was thinking about the the advice too, and I I remember the some of the discussions we would have when I was at the selection course amongst cadre, and you know how these these things go. Like you get done with the session, we all end up back in the office for lunch or whatever, and, and someone brings up a subject, and no one fights with us more than we fight with us. Um, yeah. <laughs> but one of the recurring themes was one of the guys was like, I think everybody. Um, when they turn 18 should have to join the military. And I was like, I think that's a terrible idea, but I know where that, where that's coming from. He's, he's coming from a place where when he joined, uh, maybe his life was not perfect. You know, he wasn't in the best place. And then he looks at where he is now and he, he kind of attributes all that to the military. So in his mind, like it's a good idea for everybody because it worked for him. It's going to work for the, for everybody. Right. So like that, 
that taking something that works for you uh, that was incredibly positive and then trying to to tell everybody else that this would fix all their problems, which are not the same problems as your problems, I think is is one of the places where where um, I don't I don't want to say bad advice, but advice that maybe doesn't apply very well comes from the the conscript model. I, I could I could argue for for both on there because I th- I think there's goodness in it in the way that um you know some kind of national service. You know, you even if it's just two years, hey, you you have skin in the game. You've actually served your country. You, um, you know, you've earned the right to criticize it or or whatever. Um, at the same time, though, as somebody who's in, I don't necessarily want every single person in there, especially if they feel like, oh, I've got to be here. Like, I have no choice. Just. Let me just get through these two years and then I'll be done. Like, I don't really want that either. So like I could, I could argue for both, both sides of it or not argue for both sides of it, but I can appreciate the goods and bads uh, on both sides of the uh, aisle on that one. Yeah. Well, I, but I think we, we tend to look at the positives for ourselves. Right. And if, 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 if I don't want to join the air force, if I don't have a reason to or join the military and do all these other things, like, like you said, it's not going to be a positive experience for somebody else. And so like, I think we come at it from like, you know, we, we look at things in rose colored glasses and, and, and look at how far we've come in life since we joined. And it's like, yeah, it would be, it would be good. And I, and I care about having skin in the game and I care about uh, having something to back up my opinions and, and being informed on these things. And, um, and, and yeah, I feel like I've earned those things, but, I, that's not what everybody's looking for. And it's just not going to be positive, but like it's super easy to take something, a positive experience for yourself and to, to look at somebody else and be like, you should definitely do this. Like how many times has someone done that? Like I did oh, this yeah. thing and it was really good. Like I got a doctorate. You should do that. And I'm over here like, dude, I hate, I hate sitting in classrooms. Like, you know, and, 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 and yeah. Oh man. Uh, Maybe in an unpopular opinion, but like I don't agree with everybody going to college. <gasps> I don't, and, and I I know, <gasps> but like it's not for everybody, and everybody shouldn't have to go get a degree. We shouldn't be pushing people. I mean, maybe some people need to be pushed, but like the some of the smartest people in the world are your electricians, your plumbers, your mechanics. I mean, these are people that are handed a problem or called out for a problem, um, have to diagnose the problem, problem solve it, and then fix it. And and these are trades that are never going to go away and are high-paying jobs. And, and at least my generation has, I don't know if it's my generation or it would be like my parents' generation, have seemingly look down on, on those folks. And, and, and it's, it's wrong. I, re, I remember, I think I brought this up before, but I was in high school and I ran into the uh, principal of the high school and he was a doctor. He was kind of a smug prick, but, um, but he, uh, you know, he, he was asking people what they, you know, what they're doing when they graduate. And I said, well, I'm joining the air force. And he was, he said, well, why would you do that? Why aren't you going to college? I don't want to go to college. And it, and he's just really 
you know, pompous and just kind of like, what do you, how could you not want to go to college? I'm like, well, I can only imagine how terrible it would have been. For, and that, now college life would have been fun. The academic side of it, I had no, no business doing that. And it's not, I mean, I'm a dumbass too, but it's not because of that. It's just because I'm not the type of person that is really good at sitting in class like that. I, I need to go outside. I need to, to do stuff. I need to be moving around. Um, so I, I think that if we're talking about advice, forcing or saying, you got to go to college, you got to go do this might be bad advice for some people. Yeah, no, and that's a, that's a great example too. Cause yeah. When, when did that happen where everybody was like, Oh, everyone needs to go to college. Like when did, you know, like, and obviously I think we can look back now and say that was, that was terrible. That was awful advice for an entire country of people. <laughs> How about Do that like, debt? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, you need to forgive my student loans. And I'm over here like, why? I don't want to pay your loans <laughs> off, you know, like, and it, but, but, but it, it comes from a, a place of goodness, right? So like, I think one of the problems though is you understand who you are, right? Even it, as, you know, 16, 17 year old peaches was like, that's not my jam. Uh, but I think other people, uh, if you, if you don't spend enough time getting to know who you are, like, it's easy to take that advice, you know, like it's easy to, to, you know, if, if you look a certain way and someone's like, Oh, you should go be a PJ, but like, but do you want to, you know what I mean? Like, it's not for everybody. It's like, Oh, like this guy in the gym, like, Oh my goodness. Like you should go try out for special warfare X, Y, and Z. And I've done the same thing to people. Uh, I've seen people at the track or whatever. And I'm like, Hey man, you want to come on, come on over. You know, it seems like something you'd be into. And, and, uh, you know, I'll never forget one guy I knew he was like a marathon runner and, and really good at, you know, fitness all the way around well-rounded dude. And it was really kind of refreshing. Cause I was like, Hey man, you want to come over to, to my side of the house? And he's just like, nah, I'm good. I've got no interest in that. And I was just like, okay, like he knows, he knows who he is. So like, this is bad advice for him to come do what I do, but I'm rambling now. Well, it's, you're not giving them, I don't think you're giving advice. I think you're, you're offering up alternative uh, solution, maybe not solutions because it wasn't necessarily a problem, but you're just alternate avenues for him to consider, you know, and, and I think that's valid. I think you should. I mean, I was, you know, at CrossFit Apollo the other day and, and, same thing. I'm looking, looking at this dude that is demolishing the entire class every single time. And the, he just, like, he doesn't feel pain. He's just a machine. And I'm like, man, have you thought about doing this? And he's like, oh, I'm an, I'm an Intel dude. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so, right. I, you know, it was just, but. Yeah, but the, there's I, that I line, know. right? Like, cause you're not going to go to someone and be like, you know what you should do. And I think sometimes that's how people talk to other people. And, and I don't, I don't yes. think we're like that, but like, I've been talked to that way. Like you should do this, you should do this. Like, and, um, but, but I don't, I don't know. Like it's always kind of rubbing the wrong way when people come at come at me like that and be like, oh, you should do this. I'm like, should we have a discussion about it and, and decide like, is that good for me, me or what did it do for you? And why are you so excited about this? I don't know. It was, it's always been a weird thing. Yeah. I, that, isn't it amazing that just that, whether it's that tone or, or, or that word, that verbiage is like, you should be doing this. You should do this. And it's like, immediately I'm, I'm switching off. Like, yep. oh, oh, okay. Okay. Beat it. 
could be some amazing advice, but um, using the correct kind of tone, using the correct verbiage, uh, will will change that conversation completely. Yeah, that's why. Like, it's it's weird in the kind of position that we're, I guess. Well, yeah, actually, uh, apart from the podcast, like, look at the positions that we're in right now. Um, I mean, I'm giving. I feel like I'm giving advice all the time, or at least counsel all the time, yeah. you know, and, and I get people that come to me and like, Hey, how do I, how do I promote or how do I make my, my, you know, um, military history or my package, you know, look better. And <laughs> I'm like, well, it's, it's tough for me because I did not follow a traditional air force path at all. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, at all. And, and I promoted I don't know how, but I did. Um, and it, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't for me like really, really trying. It's just that I was, I, fa- I finagled my way into positions that I thought were valuable and that I thought I could do the country and the community uh, a whole lot of good. <laughs> Excuse me. And, and it just worked out. Um, so it, it's, it's weird giving, people advice and counsel on, Hey, well, as I'm looking at your records, like, okay, I see this, I see this, but I don't, I don't know if that's the right answer to get you promoted or help, help your, your history look better. But, um, it's, it's just, it's weird. It's a weird place to be right now. I think one of the problems with getting older, and I think one of the reasons that like a 21 year old would get frustrated with me with, with cause is, is, there's always so many variables. And like, as you move up and you go through these experiences and, and I'm, I'm a lot like you, like I wasn't, I'm not a box checker. I'm not trying to do all these things just to make rank or any of these other things. Um, but like, I, I've seen a lot of variables out there. So when someone's like, shit, like, how do I do this? I'm like, well, like, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of different ways to get there, you know, but like I'll go into discord and I see these, these younger folks talking and it's like, you shouldn't do that. That program is garbage. You should be doing this program, you know, like, and I, I love the passion, but that when the world is so black and white to you, um, and that there can be a lot of goodness in that when you're younger, you know, like, cause you're just driven and like, this is the way and blah, blah, blah. And, and the, a lot of good stuff comes out of that. But like, I can't look at that situation and be like, no, like this is the only solution. There's so many solutions to every problem set. So yeah. like, yeah. When someone hits us up, they're like, what should I do to become a better runner? I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, what's your body type? What's your background? What's your current run? You know, like you could lift weights yeah. to become a better runner in a certain situation. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It's yeah. And it, you gotta, you gotta think you're taking advice and, and I realize like you're also for the folks out there, you're listening to this. So, you know, we're at times giving advice too. So you need to take that with a grain of salt. You also need to same with everybody else in, in discord, Reddit and comment section or, or other DMS, like whatever, take it for a grain of salt. Uh, so there's probably good nuggets in there that you can, you know, take and use, but everybody's different. Everybody's at a different point in their life, different physicality, different mindset. So someone else's advice may not work for you. And that's, that's okay. You know, um, you know, and sometimes advice is dated, 
you know, that's kind of the whole purpose of this thing was to give out information and current and relevant information. Uh, you know, we, we do the best we can, but sometimes it changes so quickly that, it, you know, some of our information is dated. It's just, it's the reality of it. It's tough to maintain um, that relevancy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think that's one of the reasons that we, I don't know. I like to focus on mindset a lot because that's one of those things that, that shouldn't change that, that, that mindset elasticity and, 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 you know, I, I don't even like to say growth mindset anymore. I, I I don't know. I had this epiphany the other day where I was like, I want to start calling it build mindset instead of growth. Cause growth seems like organic where build is like a very deliberate thing that you do. And I don't know why that, that it makes more sense in my head when I say the build mindset, but you know what I mean? Like, because giving specific advice to people out there for very specific things, um, if, if we don't have a long conversation about it, then I don't, I don't think I'm giving good, very good advice. And what you were saying earlier about being like in a leadership position too, all my favorite supervisors are people that have come to me and been like, Hey, like, where are we? What do you want to do? And like, as I walk them down the path, there have been things that I'm like, I don't want to do that. And they're like, Hey, moron, if you do this, these are the doors that open up like that. You can't see, you know? And like, there, I've gotten some really good advice that way, but it started off with a discussion instead of like, Hey, Trent, you need to knock out your bachelor's degree today, you know, so that you can be a, a, a master sergeant or a chief someday or a commission or whatever else that we think would be positive for you. It's a, you have that discussion and you walk through it. And that, that's where I've gotten the best advice is, is as we go through those things, like they can show me how to get to where I want to be and then, and then open up those doors so I can see what's behind them because of their experience. So, um, yeah but that they're not trying to lead me down the same path that they went down. You know what I mean? Like they're not like you should be just like me and blah, blah, blah. And it's like with yeah. leadership advice too. It's I've had lots of different leaders that do it a lot, a lot of different ways, you know, like some of my favorite leaders, I would never lead like them. Like I'm not, you know, and one of the reasons is I'm not like six foot four muscle bound dude that can just walk <laughs> into a room and start telling people what to do. And they listen, you know what I mean? Like that's just not who I am. It's I'm a collaborative person. And then, and, 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 you know, a little self-deprecating, but like, it doesn't mean that I think that they're a bad leader, but like, they wouldn't look at me and be like, you should do what I do. Or, and if they did, I'd be like, that's the dumbest advice I've ever heard. Cause I'm not you. So. But that's, I mean, the, the point you make though, is that's why there's uh, at least hundreds, if not thousands of, of leadership books that some, some of the principles that they talk about in there are the same. Many of them are different because there's so many different ways to, to lead people and talk to people and deal with people. And, and, you know, I, I've made, whether it's a post or a reel on, Hey, everybody needs to be networking. But in reality, like that's just who I am because I'm a social butterfly. Like if, if, if Trent is a, you know, uh, uh, an introvert, may, maybe that would wear you out. Like I, I know, I know my wife, she, she's an inherent introvert. Um, which, you know, we are polar opposites. Can she, uh, you know, step out of her comfort zone and, and, you know, be talkative and be in a very social environment? Of course she can. And, and she thrives in it, but you know, people, people are attracted to her, but it, like it wears her out for days afterwards, you know? Um, so, you know, for me, for me to come out there, that may be really good advice for some people, maybe poor advice for others, but it it's coming from a, a good place, which doesn't necessarily make, make it right. But, um, 
to me, networking is extremely important. Uh, rambling yeah. again. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, but like that's the, it's just the reality, right? Like, cause I, I tend to make friends with people more like you to do the networking for me. You know <laughs> they can I do mean? it for you. <laughs> You've been manipulating just, me this entire time. No, but like, it's just like, <laughs> it's just the way that my world has worked out. You know, like, it, it, I know a few people and I like, I don't have like this huge you know network of, of friends, but like all my, all the people that I seem to like be friends with are more like, you know, like they're the social butterflies. That's how I get my connections and all the other stuff. But like, man, I, I'm not like you, like, if people know me, it's because they've come in direct contact with me, not because I'm out there networking and doing all this other stuff. It's, but I mean, it works out. It is what it is. Yeah. That's, you know, I, and I don't, I want to make sure that I get this out there. Um, cause I don't know if it'll organically come up in conversation, but I, it's something I've been thinking about and something that's really important. And as, as, as I start to kind of run into people that, you know, on Nellis, right? Just taking Nellis, for example, um, there are three combat controllers. Yeah, because one just left. So there's three combat controllers, me, and there's about to be only two. Um, on all of Nellis, which is, you know, two Scarlet Berets walking around. Now there's there's a handful of PJs or a bunch of PJs, um, but they're kind of in a different area, so people don't really see them very much. But, like, our Scarlet Beret, like, all the way down the street, you can you could see us, and um, so we so we stand out, and and people come up to us all the time. And I, what I mean is not not the podcast, but like just because they see the beret, they want to know what it is. I was just asked yesterday, hey, like what is that? Because um, yes, there are people in the Air Force that that don't know what we do, and I'm talking about senior NCOs that have been in for 20 years, don't have never heard of us or or know what we do. So. Um, so we're ambassadors for, you know, special tactics and combat control and aspect war and all that kind of stuff. But people will like people have a habit and I'm guilty of it, too, of looking up to people like the actual person. And you shouldn't you should be looking up to, to principles and ideas um, because if you are looking up to a person, whether you're looking up to me or Trent or Aaron or or, or whoever, we are going to let you down. Like we are not going to be the, the person that you expect us to be because we are human. We have faults. Um, I mean, the, the day that we rolled into town, into, into Vegas, uh, I had, I hit Walmart to, to do some grocery shopping with, with my daughter. And I ran into a dude that recognized me from the podcast I've been driving for two days straight. I'm, I'm, I'm not on much sleep. I'm just like, I got to get this stuff for the house. And, and he stopped me, which I'm happy. He stopped me like, yeah, you know, great. But I knew that I did not represent myself the way that I would have wanted to, because I was just smoked. Like, and I would have loved to continue to talk to him, but it was, it was like a, Hey, great. Yeah. Thanks. All right, later, dude, you know, kind of thing. And I actually felt really bad about it later on after I got some sleep. Funny enough, I ran into him again um, and, uh, and represented better, represented myself better at that point. But um, it's just look up 
follow principles and, and ideas, not, not people, because I am going to disappoint the hell out of you. That's just the reality of it. So I, I know, I know that's not advice, but I wanted to say that because that's been kind of weighing on me for a while. And I was going to make a reel about it, but I, I think this is better organic conversation. Yeah, no, but like w w when you bring up the, the Bray, first off, I, I totally agree about the principles and stuff. Like it, I can have friends that I disagree with, you know, like I, I don't support anybody, politicians or whatever, just no matter what. It's silly to yeah. me. Uh, but it's funny, like yesterday, the, the TACP functional and I were, were having a conversation about the berets. And I, we were like, the beret doesn't, isn't for everybody else. And it's not even for me. Like the beret is so that we feel pressure when we're in public to uphold the image of the community, mm -hmm. right? Like every time you put it on, like you can't hide after you put that, that hat on. And like every time you put it on, like you, you want to look at your uniform, you want to check yourself out, you know, like you can't be spilling out of your uniform and all the other stuff. It's not there. So like we can get recognition from people. It's there to keep us in line, you know, and feel that, that community pressure. I think that's, that's where, what it comes down to for us. That's where we landed. That's so I hadn't thought of it like, like that in terms of it's, it's for us to keep us in line. Um, but that's, that's a really good point. I like, I'm very conscious of that when I, you know, when I step out the door of the office or around here, because <clears throat> not only am I representing, you know, aspect war, I'm representing the air force. I'm representing the DOD. I'm representing m my family, myself. Yeah. I'm, I'm a representation of my parents, right? Yeah. I, you know, everything I'm, I'm representing and, and, you know, we're human. So we, we judge, we try, I like, I, I make an active, you know, or a conscious effort not to judge people. Um, but I, I think there's inherent biases that, that happen. So, uh, you can't, you can't negate it completely, but you also have to appreciate that other people have grow up in different circumstances than you. And that's why they have this mindset. That's why it's so important to have the, the, the long form conversation because you can't like, Hey, reels are great on Instagram, you know, cause you got a minute to, to get information out, but like you can't get nuanced information and nuanced conversation um, from a minute. Right No, it's just, you can't I mean, so stop judging me out there when you see me with my beret and I'm spilling out my uniform cause you didn't even get a chance <laughs> to talk to me. <laughs> Thinking that everybody should be six four, God, Jeez, yeah, those guys. Well, I mean, you've, you've met those guys. It's like just be a leader like me, and it's like, dude, I can't. You know, like anyway. Um, <clears throat> I was gonna say something, and I forgot what it was. You got me off topic. Well, Gosh, that's dude. what happens to me regularly. So, <laughs> yeah, well, my world. I I think it's it, the the bray is just like that cherry on top, you know. Bread, bread. Anyway, um, where you, you can't be the gray man, you know, and uh, so you you have to represent. And then we jacked up, we messed up, and we started a podcast. So now I I also have to think about if I'm embarrassing Peaches and Aaron when I go out in public, especially when I go on base, you know. So it's like if I go into the BX, I don't know. There's there's just that little added thing where it's like, okay, if someone recognizes me, I gotta be gotta be a good person. I gotta be I gotta be nice. I can't just like ignore them. Especially dude, you're the threat this... too. Jeez, like, dude. Lachlan is 
is a hotbed for for everybody. Like I just I just went swimming the other day, and uh, apparently I was swimming in a lane next to two do two dudes that uh, are trying to cross train. So they hit me up, and, and I'm gonna have them uh, stop by the office later on this month. But like, and that's Nellis. Like I don't know how many people at Nellis are. Or, or wanting the cross train or anything like that, you know? So, um, but yeah, you're, you were in a hot zone. <laughs> I will say that it's funny though, because when you're around, when you were here, students like to talk to you and I don't know, I think I'm a pretty nice guy, but I, I'm, I don't think I come across as that nice all the time on the podcast because way more people are comfortable walking up to you and talking to you. We're like, I'm the jolly fat guy. <laughs> I'll see students that I know, know who I am. You know, like and you can hear them talking, but like not very often will they walk up to me and maybe I just come across as a giant, you know, prick. But <laughs> like when you were there, they're like, oh, Chief Beaches. And I'm just like, and to be fair, I did just stand there and stare at them. So that's, that's probably, that's probably a reason. Like, oh, Trent's angry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not the social butterfly, guys. Like, it's not a natural thing for me. Well, hey, you apologize very well. I do. <laughs> Dude, it's funny. I had, I think I told you on text, I had a, a friend of mine, a combat controller, who only watched a portion of that video reach out to me. He's like, Dude, what are you apologizing for? Blah, blah, blah. Like, he went after me. Like, one of my best. And this, just so everybody knows, like, this is how friends talk to each other. Like, and I like, the, his second text was like, you know, fix yourself. And uh, I thought that was. It was a good time. I was like, bro, watch, watch the whole thing, please. <laughs> well, we've, we've told each other to fix, fix ourselves all the time. I mostly tell Aaron. Yeah. What's that? We mostly tell Aaron, Aaron, fix herself. <laughs> What's going on here? And he's at Aaron. It's also like, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he takes it way too well. Yeah. I'll do I, better. I, I'll be better. <laughs> dude. Aaron works his butt off. Like, I don't know if he, anyway, he takes it really well when I, when I tell him to fix himself, even though that's not what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> trying to think where else does, uh, I keep going back to the topic. Cause I, there was a couple of th other things I want to talk about. And I know we've talked about it before, uh, but like fear, right. And when, when, when you get advice from someone that, that is like your family or that really cares about you. And then the, the fear-based advice I think is, is one of the most dangerous things. Can you can you give me an example of fear based advice? I'm just trying to. Oh, just. Hey, hey, mom, dad, I'm gonna go do this job. Like, what? What do they do in that job? Oh, we drop bombs and we jump out of planes and we go into combat and all that other stuff. And it's like, well, oh, okay. Why can't you go be a lawyer? Type advice, you know? Yeah, yeah, I. Uh... I spoke to somebody who was at the academy or going to the academy, or maybe they were ROTC, and and their their dad was a <clears throat> like some kind of pilot, pointy nose pilot, um, and he he wanted to go be a stow or crow or whatever it was, and and uh, he was talking him out of it, saying no, you don't want to go do that, and and I've also spoken to some um, folks that wanted to enlist, already had a degree and wanted to go enlisted, and had parents that were like, well, what, you know, you already have a degree. Why don't you go be an officer, you know, kind of thing. And, um, you know, that's, that's honorable. Like, Hey, go, go be an officer. 
like whatever, you're still serving your country. But um, at the same time, you know, maybe, maybe the right move is let me go enlisted, whether I have a degree or not, let me go enlisted. Let me become a, a, you know, a expert tactician, technical expert in my, in my craft. Um, and then after eight, 10, 12 years or whatever, then go officer. I mean, that is, that is an option that is often overlooked, um, by new recruits. You see it all the time, but we, we get, we get some of our dudes go officer all the time after they get a couple deployments, after they become, you know, they get all their, all their advanced quals and they've, they feel like they've, okay, I've done this. I've, I've got a good enough grasp on, on the community and where I would like to see it go. So now I'm going to go the officer route and build up that way and, and, and do great things. So yeah, the, the fear-based stuff, like at least like that from parents. Um, and I get it. They, they've got their kids, uh, best interest in mind, but maybe you don't. Maybe you don't have their best interest in mind because maybe you're trying to impart on them what ideas you have instead of them actually getting out there and doing what they want to do. And you also have to allow them to make mistakes. Like maybe they go in and listen and, and they're like, oh, oh boy. Okay. But then you get to, as a parent, then you get to hear, hey, you are right. Yeah. <laughs> well. I, th- I think as a parent, it's funny because when I talk to other people's kids, right, and we talk about the the career fields and all that, I tend to to think about the positives. But if I look at my own son and think about him joining one of these communities, it's a lot harder for me to be like, oh, like, yeah, of course, like all these positives. And, and I'm like, what could go wrong? You know, like, it's just a different thing. So I'm not like trying to come down on parents or, or anybody or, or spouses that are like, Hey, like that have legitimate concerns and, and, and are worried about people getting into this line of work because it is, it is dangerous, but, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's not based on understanding the, 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 the other person's motivation or, or any of that other stuff, like the, the whole money and degree thing. We were at a graduation the other day and, uh, the, one of the guys I was with was like, Hey, how many of you guys have degrees? And I think almost every hand in the room went up. You know, it's not, it wasn't a room full of stoves, but most of them had degrees. Um, and it, it's, uh, what, what are you looking for? You know, like to me, I think being an enlisted person and, and learning the craft and actually going to get to do stuff. And I think it's a lot more fun, you know, like it, I think we have a lot more fun than the officers. Like, I don't know what the officers do in their, their special clubs and all that other stuff. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's awesome. You're just perpetuating the idea that, that Trent hates officers because you know, that's no. out there, right? <laughs> Well, it'd be difficult for me to hate officers considering my living situation. Um, but I know, I just think we have more fun. Like I, as officers, like it's a lot of responsibility, you know, like all these other things that they have to worry about. I'm a, I'm an enlisted guy. Like I, I remember even, you know, like you hit that like 10, 12 year mark or eight to 12 year mark. And there's that, that there's that, there's that option where it's like, Hey, I know my job. I'm pretty good at my job. Like if I just knock out the rest of this degree and commission, it's not, it's not a, a bridge too far for most people. And I was just like, nah, dog, I'm, I'm going to stick this out. We're having way too much fun over here. Yeah. There's a, there's a different mentality. Obviously there's a different mentality, but there is part of it that, um, you know, officers have the authorities there. They are granted the authorities 
to, to make the decisions on things. Whereas enlisted have certain authorities, but not necessarily the authorities to like be the final stamp on, on something. But at the same time, like you're still a non-commissioned officer. So you still have certain rights and authorities that are granted to you as an NCO or senior NCO. So to think that, and I know this is not what you're saying, but like just to, to be clear for the folks out there listening, like just because you say, oh, well, I'm enlisted means I, I, don't, I don't make decisions. That is completely wrong. <clears throat> it's just there are certain things that like my commander can sign and approve and I can't because I'm not granted those authorities. That doesn't mean that he uh, he is also not asking me for counsel or for my advice, you know, because maybe I have experienced something. I mean, it, this just happened yesterday. You know, he brought me in, asked for my advice on something. I gave it to him, like, you know, and I don't, I don't know. I walked out of the room, uh, but like, <laughs> you know, I'm assuming he followed he definitely listened and taken it on so you know but what he was working on i by you know the dod regulation i'm not allowed to you know sign nope. off on or, or execute that he has granted those authorities to do that but i still have a say in it so it's just it's different and, and for people out there i mean like the whole officer enlisted dynamic is and that is unusual and it changes for every career field that you go into. I mean, it really does. Like, it, like I'd like, you know, right, wrong or different. I like to think that in the aspect war, like we are probably more closely aligned in terms of officer enlisted than say maybe maintainers or your security forces or I don't know, so, something like that, uh, you know, public affairs or something, you know, I think that we are we are closer in aspect war than than other career fields. Well, it's it's more like uh, I mean, we, I've talked to aircrew folks. Oh, first off, my wife stuck her head through the door and asked me why I hate her. It was pretty funny. She goes, <laughs> she's an officer. Yeah, she's she was like, <laughs> like apparently she could hear what I was saying. Um, <clears throat> but like I've, I've spoken to aircrew folks that are like you know uh, six or seven people on the crew or whatever, and and ask them what it's like and it's, it's a, i think it's similar because they're on the same boat you know if that plane goes down no one cares what's on your shoulder like you all gonna mm -hmm. you all gonna die um so like the, the, i think those situations where it's a smaller team uh you know the, the the danger level is higher you have to rely on each other uh you don't have that um it, it just wouldn't make sense to have a, a huge separation between the people, you know, like as, as long as everybody's super professional, I think, I don't think we have a lot of problems with people um, not doing what, what needs to be done when it needs to be done, you know? So, you know, there's what well, we've talked about before, like during the mission planning process, that's when we bring up our, our opinions and, and, and all this other stuff. But like, once you get out there, if the person that outranks you, whether it's an officer or your, your senior NCO or whoever says go, you know, you just go. So, like, I think there's a, a professionalism, professionalism level, uh, an understanding level, and just the way that we do business that that makes it a little bit different. Um, but yeah, nope, I agree. Uh, you know, and I think you're you're kind of going the direction of air crew. You know, if say say you have a C17 or C130 crew, 
you know, you've got uh, several officers and then you've got enlisted that are load masters in the back, you know, or, or uh, a KC-135, you know, refueling crew. You've got officers and then you got some boom operators. I, I mean, I can keep, I can keep going. You have 60 pilots, you know, pilots, and then you have, you know, gunners or SMAs. Like, you know, it's just, they are crew. They are a, a, an entity and every member of that crew has a vote and has a voice and anybody could say, you know, knock it off for safety or, you know, yeah. and they all rely on each other. They call, <clears throat> so they call it, you know, I'm, I'm, this is for the audience, not for you, but they call it crew resource management, you know, well, tell me more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you asked actually. Um, you know, so they, they have, you know, it, everybody gets a vote on it. And it's not just one officer or one individual saying, Hey, this is what we're doing. So, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I don't know how we got on the officer enlisted thing, but like, I, I will either. say too, like <laughs> as, as an enlisted person, one of the things I found is uh, the better you are at your job, the more of a voice that you have. So like, it's easy as like an A1C to look around and to blame other people for the way things are and all this other jazz, but you don't have to be in very long to become really good at what you do and to have your voice be heard, you know, and people are going to start listening once you become that expert. And so the key is, is to, to work hard and be really good at what you're doing. And uh, it's amazing how much uh, leeway and how, how much wider that road gets and, and what you're able to do just by being good at anything. Yeah. And you, that's exactly right. And, you know, the, the weapon school has uh, kind of three words that they, they follow. It's humble. So you got to be humble, you, you know, and humble is not self deprecation or anything like that. It is, you know, talking, talking and thinking about yourself less doesn't mean that I just go, Oh, well, I'm terrible at this. It's like, no, I can acknowledge that I'm really good at this thing. It's just that I'm, I'm not going to talk about it. You know, I'm not going to shout it from the roof. So humble, then you have approachable. So you got to be somebody who is actually approachable that people want to come and talk to, or people want to um, come to you with, you know, questions, advice or whatever. Uh, and then credible. So you got to be credible. And that's, that's kind of where you're talking about is like, if you were that technical expert or that tactician expert that, man, you just have your, <coughs> you just have your stuff together. Man, people are going to naturally come to you and go like, well, like, how do I do this? Or how, how can I be better at this? So, yeah. Well, I think that that goes into giving advice, right? You know, like, so if, if someone comes to you and is like, hey, man, like, how do I do this? And you say, well, this is how I do it. And they want to have a discussion about how it could be done better and, and understand the why and the inner workings. Like, I think that's when I was thinking about this this morning, the whole advice thing, like that's, that's my problem is when people just like give blanket advice without, I'm a, I, I'm a person that needs to understand why with everything and, and the motivation of the person that I'm getting the advice from and all these other things, because if you don't break things down like that, then you're not going to be able to integrate it into who you are and where you're going and, and to build on that. You know, like if, if you, if you build your, your, your decisions based on stuff that you don't understand, um, it's going to, it's, I don't know. It's not going to work. At least for me, it wouldn't work. Yeah. And the simplest way I could, I could like example anyway that I give is when the, the whole debate about whether to pay for uh, programming or not. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's, you know, there's a bunch of companies out there, a bunch of them that provide 
paid programming. There's also a bunch that are online that are free. You know, um, if, and, and there's a debate, you know, you see people all the time, all the time. You, you don't need to pay for a program. You don't, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe they don't. Right. But maybe you have a, a background in weight training or soccer. Maybe you have a background in athletics, you know, so you are already working from a, a general purpose knowledge base that you don't need paid programming or you don't need somebody to tailor a program to you. Maybe you're able to look at a free program that's just, boom, there it is. And you're able to go, okay, well, I need to increase this or decrease this. And I'm able to listen to my body. Other people, though, don't have the same background as you. So maybe a tailored program that is paid for, for them, for their current fitness level and what their goals are, maybe that is the right answer for them. So instead of steering them wrong and then they go look at a free program and injure themselves or don't get where they need to be in time for their departure or whatever, or whatever their goals are, like you've just hurt them. So instead of saying, Hey, there's no need for it. And then that's just it. Yeah. You're not, you're not helping. And, and again, this is not me saying you got to go out and get a free pro, uh, a paid program or a free program. It's just everybody's different and different options work better for different people. And you can't assume that, I mean, look, in AFSPEC war at our operational units and at a pipeline, we have coaches that design programs specifically for us. Does that mean we don't know what the hell we're doing? Well, the, I, and does everybody, you know, ever, does everybody stick to that program? Perfect. No. What? <laughs> some, some people do. I like when I was at the 22nd, uh, some of the program I did from Dan, some of it did. I didn't because I had, I had different goals. You know, at, at this point I'm, I'm thinking longevity and just maintaining, I'm not trying to get any kind of PRs right now, you know? Yep. <laughs> no, but the, the, there's, there's different levels of investment. Right. And, and to think if, if, if people just all were the same, and didn't need personal trainers and all the other stuff. Like it's less about the programming and more about someone holding you responsible and being invested in the process. And some people need that. And some people yep. don't. Um, but you, you find investment in a lot of different ways. Like when we get, you know, messages and, and emails and everything else like that, asking for advice and telling us that they're shipping, right. That like they're, they're kind of setting up that thing. Like, Hey, I'm shipping today. I'll let you know when I get through, you know, like the telling people what you're going to do right before you go do it. Or, 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 or making sure that you're, you're, you're building that investment, not just in yourself, but with other people or, or, or finding a backstop to stop you from not doing something, um, or, or to do something, uh, you know, and everybody has different levels that they, they need that from, you know, like I, you know, like I personally don't enjoy having a coach all the time. It's not my favorite thing. Like I like to do my own thing. I don't know if that comes across where I'm kind of like a, I just do what I want type of person. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh. But like it's, it's difficult to 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 go out there and, and to tell people what to do or what not to do. And I think the only good advice that I've I've ever given is is you need to get to know yourself and figure out what you want to do and to not be doing stuff for other people. You know, I think that's why I harp on mindset and and self motivation and intrinsic motivation and uh, and all that other stuff so much. And it's like 
you know, and how, and how do you get there? Like you do difficult things. Like I'm not going to recommend a program or workouts that are difficult for you to go do. Um, but like, that's one of the steps to, to get to know yourself or spending time alone or reading books or, or whatever else, taking nature walks and blah, 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 uh, hanging out with your crystals in your room and, 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 you know, talking about Gaia or whatever, <laughs> Gaia, however you get to know who you are. I can't do it without hippie stuff. I have to do hippie you stuff. You lost me on that last part, but because I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. The people that are into crystals. I don't know. It's weird. It's a thing. <laughs> it's not weird. It's not weird at all. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's weird. <laughs> I'm still judgy. Just because I understand how this stuff works doesn't mean that I'm not going to judge people for, for their crystals. I'm still going to judge them. <laughs> Just like, you know, like I can, I can see a, the, a, an, an overweight person in uniform and, and I, I don't not like that person, but I'm, I'm, you know, they should probably head to the gym. There's, there's lots of reasons why that person should head to the gym. Um, lots of reasons. That, well, that, that, that's part of the credible part, right? If, if you show mm-hmm. up and start giving people advice and you're not, you know, following any of that advice, which is why I don't give a lot of like a uh, powerlifting advice. Right. So. <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah, it's it's a it's a definitely a credibility thing. It's also a hey, uh, you should just be healthier at the same time. Talking about you're being an ambassador for your whatever, your community, your family, your career field, your military service, whatever. So I, I don't know. It, <clears throat> you know who Derek White is, right? Uh, maybe. Probably not this morning. I don't. Uh, he is the. Uh, I say the. He is a uh, single leg amputee. Was in the eighty second airborne. Um, like incredible shape. I think he he did the adaptive athlete for the CrossFit Games or I, something like that. He um he's part of like uh, Jared Taylor's kind of kind of yeah. crew that he has running around. You know. Um. I I don't know him, but. He, um, <laughs> I remember he was, he was talking or I saw the video about it or something and he was talking about how, why is it that so many people look up to people that are physically fit? Um, and I, I thought about that and, and he actually goes into a, a good diatribe about it, um, or a rant if you will, but it, it, it just shows to me, it just shows discipline and it shows organization. And, and I'm sure if you go to their, you know, some of these people that are extremely fit, if you go to their, their bedroom or something like that, like their house is an absolute wreck. I mean, we've all seen it. People are taking selfies in the mirror, you know, trying to make themselves look good in their backgrounds. Like their room is a wreck. There's a pile of clothes, you know, so there is some facade there. Right. But people do tend to look up to people inherently that are physically fit or put together, uh, right, wrong, or indifferent. Um, and like I said, he articulated a lot better than I did, but, um, it was, it was a pretty cool rant and I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere, but, um, for whatever that's worth, I don't even know how I started talking about that, but yeah. But I think that leads into the, the, the only, the, the big point I wanted to make here about advice is you need to be in a place where you're comfortable enough taking, like you said, part parts of people and their advice and, and in motivation 
and, and, and taking the positives and cobbling it together into your own advice for yourself, right? Like that, that fitness person that their house is a disaster, like, cool. Like their house is a disaster. Don't take, you know, house cleaning advice from them, but fitness <laughs> advice or, or motivation from them for their fitness. You know what I mean? And then look, look elsewhere for, for advice and, and, and motivation in, in other areas. Um, but make it your own. And, and I think that's the only way, uh, to really move forward. So like it kind of starts with you, uh, figuring out what is worth something. Uh, you know, and what, what, what that credible uh, advice for you is and understanding where you're trying to go and who you are. And then um, I think that's a pretty good recipe for success. I'd agree. Seems like a good place to, to call it. Let's wrap it up. Hey, if you haven't left a review on uh, uh, iTunes, is it iTunes, Apple iTunes podcast lately? Yeah, iTunes, you can leave a, a, a you know, stars and an actual review and then Spotify, all you can do right now is, is leave some stars. All right. Well, Aaron has been feeling a little left out. No one's been uh, leaving reviews, making fun of him lately. So if you guys could do him a favor for Aaron's mental health, go on there, let him know that his hair is not that great and that, you know, PJs are just people with hero complexes. That's what you need to let him know. <laughs> uh, otherwise, we appreciate everybody listening and, and uh, appreciate all the, the support and train hard and we'll catch you next time. Light up.